Talk Recorded live. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our second Joy Challenge check-in call. I have a whole list of things to cover with you all today, so I'm so excited for those of you who can join live and for those of you who are listening to the recording later. I'm going to share some juicy joy opportunities here on the call with you today. So again, today we'll do, we'll start off the call by, um, I'll talk a little bit about new joys and that it's okay to do some old joys in case you're having trouble coming up with a new joy for every day. Uh, We'll take some sharing. And then today I'm going to talk about my number one success tip uh, I use most of the time on how to manifest money, but it works in any area of your life, and it's my number one tip I give people for coaching. So I'm going to talk about that today, and then we're going to have an opportunity to use that tip, to put that tip in action this upcoming weekend. And uh, I'll talk a little bit about the joy opportunities for this upcoming weekend, and then I have a special announcement to make. I already announced the thank you gift winner for today, which was Pat Wyman, and she won Sonia Shaket's book called Walking Home, which is uh, a book that I read over this past Christmas about walking the Camino de Santiago, which starts in France and pretty much walks across the entire width of Spain, almost the entire width of Spain. Um, to uh, It's a an old Catholic pilgrimage, and it's an amazing, amazing book that I just read and am now like madly in love with Sonia. Um, I've heard about her for a long time, but not until, you know, it hasn't been until recently that I've heard this. Um, so it looks like the folks in chat are having a hard time hearing. So one sec while I let them know, and then I will hold on. So hold, please. Okay. It looks like looks like folks can't hear me in chat. All right. So let me start off by talking a little bit about this week's theme. So this week we're talking the theme this week is new joys. And the opportunity here for Joy Challenge was to find some new activities for the week that um, you've maybe been thinking about or even just things that come across your path unexpectedly and see if you can find some new joys. So I've been hearing from some folks who have been talking to me and saying, I haven't been able to find a new joy today, and I still want to be able to do a joy challenge. And so let me just make very clear that it's okay if you don't find a new joy. Just still do a joy activity, even if it happens to be an old joy. Um, It's funny because I was thinking about this. I'll be – I'm heading to Washington, D.C. tomorrow, and I've got a meeting on Thursday and a meeting on Monday. And so I'm – be there in between on the weekend in between. And I came up with a whole list of things I want to do. And I was like, none of these are new joys. These are all old joys that I absolutely love that I don't get a chance to do that often. 
So completely okay to be doing old joys this week. Um, but it's an opportunity, if there are some new opportunities for you or if there are some joy opportunities for you, to go ahead and, and do that this week. So uh, just wanted to say that about the theme for this week and, and also about some of the things that I'm even giving away. Some of them are old things that I love and some of them are some of the new joys that I have. So let me stop here and I'd be happy to open it up and take sharing. So is there anybody... And if you are actually on the phone, go ahead and just, um, if you can on your phone, you can go ahead and mute yourself so we don't have background noise. And if you need me to mute you, let me know. And uh, I'd love to hear from some people. We have a number of folks who are progressing towards their goals. And I'm seeing the updates in Facebook that people who are either close to getting their goals or getting a big step towards their goals. Um, and just anything else you all want to share as you've been noticing anything with new joys or anything that's coming up for you at all. So let's take a little bit of time now to just hear from you all, questions, comments, shares, thoughts. I normally like to give it a second because usually if I stay long enough, somebody will share. But you guys are being awfully quiet today. <laughs> you gave a kind of long list of things we could share. I have to admit I, I forgot <laughs> the beginning of it. <laughs> like what? What are we sharing? Just anything you want to share with the group about questions or comments or new joys that you've experienced this week. Well, I can share one thing, which is that the habit of looking for the joys or paying attention to the joys means that I have a whole lot more of them at the end of the day than I usually would be able to think of. Mm -hmm. You know, at a certain point, it almost feels too easy. It's like, am I just turning everything into a joy? (laughs) If so, is that a problem? (laughs) And if you are, how great is that, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how great is it to actually say, it's, it's amazing that I think one of the biggest awarenesses people get is how much joy they already had every mm-hmm. day in their life that just maybe we aren't spending the time, you know, we're just not focused in looking at it that way. So there might be one thing that kind of goes, you know, a little sideways. I'm loving Mary's shares on Facebook. Like she shares all these like, great things that great joy she's had or happy things that have happened and then she's like the rest of the day yeah <laughs> just like yeah you know there's we how often do we focus on the and part and mm-hmm. skip the joy part yeah that's awesome anybody else have any shares well this is regina oh. i've had quite a fascinating um, ten days, nine days. Um, ten days, Regina. And how many of your goals are like pretty much done in ten days? Kind of, well, not <laughs> only that, but they're it's better than what I had asked for. Um, and yesterday, I pretty much did nothing, and just stuff keeps coming my way. So it's 
Um, it's absolutely amazing. But, you know, the first year that I did Joy Challenge, I had I had some rough spots, and I wasn't sure that I really got it. And, um, and I spent a lot of time reading other people's and comparing myself to everybody else. And last year, I think I met or I came pretty close to some of my challenges. But this year, boy, three, three, the third time is a charm. That's awesome. That's awesome. And you know what? I, I'm glad that you shared that because I also have had people coming to me and sharing about how, you know, everybody else seems to live such joyful lives. And, you know, um, some somebody who did Joy Challenge last year got into the group for a little while. She, she didn't fully commit to doing it this year. And she said, I don't think any of these people have young children. <laughs> I don't think that they know it's really hard to have joy, be able to do joyful things when you have young children. And the reason that I'm laughing on this was because it's, it's not that I think that that in and of itself is funny, but we all have our own version of that. Like, you know, these people are in better health than I am. I don't think they know how hard it is to have joy if you're not in good health. Or they feel more money than I do. I don't think they know how much joy it is. Whatever it is, like we all have our own our own version of it, and it's slightly different for every one of us, but we all have our, you know, everybody else seems to be have it more together and have it more attuned to joy, which is why I wanted to make sure I share it on Facebook, and we normally have a lot of people who share on Facebook, too, you know, about, uh, you know, challenges that come up. I mean, there's a reason it's called Joy Challenge, because it does, every time I explain this to someone, people are like, minutes a day doing something I enjoy that's easy and then it's like oh you know what you start to notice the things that aren't joyful in your life and then you you start to feel like well I didn't have a joyful day but so-and-so did I'm doing it wrong all of that stuff that comes up and all of that is the juiciness I mean that is seriously the the diamond in this entire challenge because if you start writing those thoughts down you realize those are the things that are keeping you from all of the joy in your life. And they're funny when you write them down. You know, they're not funny when they're, in, when they're walking around in your head, taking up space. They seem really big and really serious and really overwhelming. But when you write them down and you shine a light on them and you talk to somebody else about them, you start to see like, oh, these are, these are kind of funny reasons that I'm blocking my own joy or I'm thinking joy is not available to me. And you start to see that. So, Regina, I'm loving... I'm like, this, this is proof then. I guess you just do, do Joy Challenge a few times and it starts to get really easy. Is that what you're it saying? <laughs> yep, it does. Well, you start from, each year you start from a different place. I don't know that um, it's, it's much easier when you have the group support, um, but if you kind of keep in the flow or at least give it a shot, then you never quite step out of it. And when you come in, you're just at a higher level. At least that's been my experience. And, um, you know, this time, all I have to do is just think about something and and it seems to happen. So I'm very pleased. That's awesome. Thank you Um, for sharing. Yes. Um, it's Amanda Jay. I was going to say some thoughts on that. Um, As a third-time Joy Challenger, and I haven't reached, there's always like in the middle of Joy Challenge something really, I have a huge major disaster. So <laughs> I'm not, I'm not. Um, you haven't had one. Have you had one yet, Amanda? I haven't had one yet. Last okay, year. Okay, because this, this yeah. is, we're going to break the streak this year. We're going to break the streak, yeah. But 
And to say that, I was like, dang it, <laughs> it's coming up. Um, but I was just thinking about, um, you know, one of the things I've been affirming the past 10 days is, oh, this is a really good problem to have. Like, if I'm getting frustrated with, you know, work or I just got my bonus, so I'm like, what do I do? What? How do I handle this money? What's the best thing to do with this money? And I'm like, what a great problem to have. <laughs> yeah. Two years ago in Joy Challenge, I had a bank glitch in my bank account and drained my entire savings account. So now I'm like, oh, this is a really good problem to have. I have more money than I, you know, can make an effective decision about what to do with. Um, but when you said that about the children, I was on a con- or I was on a call with um, a client today who was watching her granddaughter. And she kept apologizing because, you know, the baby was crying in the background. And I was like, that's a really good problem to have. And I said, it's bringing me so much joy to hear a baby in the background because I never get to spend time with babies. And, you know, like one, what can be like a huge challenge for one people, one person, and, you know, I don't have kids, um, but, you know, I know a lot of people who struggled, you know, and, um having a baby around would be like the best thing in the world, you know, not every day, of course. So, you know, I think that that's always, we don't count our blessings when they're right in front of our face sometimes. So I guess what's my point. Yeah. Yeah. It is, it is also kind of funny. I forget who it is. Oh, Karen, I don't know if it was you. Somebody posted that video on Facebook of all those people jumping off the bridge, bungee jumping off the bridge. And it is hilarious to watch the comments on it. Like, half the people are like, ah, this one's so fun. I, I'd love to do that. The other half are like, are you kidding? I bet this was supposed to be joy challenge. Like, nothing joyful about that. So it is. Like, it's, you know, one person's stressor or whatever it is, you know, quote, unquote, problem. Then somebody else is like, oh, my gosh, that would be so cool. Or I'd like to be in that position. Or the whole grass is always greener concept. And, you know, it's, again, for whatever each of our individual things are, it's easy to get into that. That's a good reminder. Thanks for sharing this, Amanda. Amanda, undo, cancel, cancel, undo, undo. It's going to be the smoothest joy challenge you've ever had. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> are there anybody, anyone else you'd like to share? Hey, I'm on a, it's Catherine. Hi, Catherine. Hey, you know, I just wanted to say that, you know, I I did Joy Challenge last year for the first time, and that actually changed my entire life, which was really cool. Um, And since then, a lot of things have happened to me because of that first Joy Challenge. Um, I'm reaping the, uh, you know, the benefits of things that are now in motion because of it. And the other thing I just wanted to point out is that, you know, everyone perceives joy differently. And, you know, I could just look at a flower and that could be my joy that day or what have you. But or I could go swinging on the swing like I used to when I was a kid. Or, or I just start seeing joy in different things, you know, even smiling with some, to somebody or receiving a smile or just the little, little things that when we become aware of them, they become so much joy in our life. And it doesn't have to be like a huge thing, you know, like I got... I won the lottery or whatever. Of course, that would be way cool. But, you know, I mean, you you know what I'm saying? It's just sometimes the little teeny things that we are grateful for and we get pleasure from that, you know, we, like, forget, like, you know, 
just pulling out our old jewelry that are that are is our special. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, that is like, I mean, my wedding jewelry that I bought 15 years ago, I worn it maybe three times, and I like this is really pretty. I should be wearing it more. So yeah. I mean, just it's just the little things, and I like the fact that there is the safe place to uh, share. Uh, on the challenge, um, and yeah, it is like you said, it is a challenge. It, that's what it's about. But when we start bringing joy, vibration in our life, I think we start. You know, it comes. It, it comes to you. It's like the law of attraction. It just, you know, starts more, more joy just starts happening everywhere that you go, and you bring joy to people too. So, I think it's just the awareness of it. I yeah, think, I think yeah, you're absolutely right. And who? And I love that. Like that was just a comment made by Chris about, you know, she's wearing her earrings. And I was like, oh, man, we probably all have some of that, too, something that brings us joy that we just haven't done. So, yeah, that's that's awesome, Catherine. So cool. Thank you for sharing. Welcome. Anyone else have a share? I'll read some of these things in chat while you're thinking, and then we can go move on to my number one tip. And if anybody else wants to share, take a few more. Um so uh, I love sure, yeah, yeah. Oh, who's that? Uh, it's Autumn in New York. Hi, Autumn. Hi, Autumn in New York. Hi. Um, so I'm having, a, I'm a, for the most part, a really lovely time. I really like Joy Challenge. It usually brings about all of this confidence in me and all of this awareness of the little things and the joys that, you know, I've been practicing or maybe included in my routine but sort of had lost the presence and the awareness of like what they were bringing me, which is this gorgeous amount of joy, which if you're not really paying attention to receive them, you can't. Um, But the challenge for me right now is I am being presented with a lot of contrast and I'm being in the most wonderful way. I am taking this other class that is sort of uh, just challenged me as well to make a list of all the things I'm hiding behind and it actually wound up being exactly perfect for joy challenge and that it was like a glaringly obvious mirror of how I'm holding myself back from joy. Um, But I'm kind of sitting here with all of that information trying to stay joyful and not beat myself up but I find it that is the most difficult part for me. So any, any tips and advice for that would be amazing. Yeah and first of all good for you for doing the work and just remember that that you know not every second of every part of this has to be joyous but it's kind of like what Catherine was sharing earlier if you keep doing like putting the little nugget joy into it you'll get to the other side of this and and then it becomes like wow that was so cool like the overall journey comes out as a joy journey but it's okay to have those moments within the journey which is what you're in, right? Like you're often you're having all these really big awarenesses and wow, there's these big blocks to joy and it can feel a little bit overwhelming. And I know you already know this, Autumn, like this is not a big deal. This too shall pass. There's going to come a time where you're laughing about some of these things because you'll have mastered them and moved on and stuff. But this isn't that moment. In this moment, you're having some awarenesses and it's feeling a little overwhelming and there's, you know, so there's a joy in just allowing yourself to be where you are. And what becomes, what makes it not joyful is when you decide that you need to be someplace other than where you are. Because then all of a sudden there's all this pressure to be more than what you are. I say this to coaching clients all the time. I say, you know, if you could be 
you know, if you could weigh 10 pounds less than you weigh right at this moment, in this moment, would you do it? Heck yeah. Or 10 pounds more, you know? Or if you could be two, two inches taller in this moment, would you do it? Yeah. If I could in this moment, I'd do it. But you can in this moment. In this moment, you are exactly what you are. You're mm-hmm. exactly where you are in your path. You weigh exactly the amount you weigh. You're exactly as tall as you are. You've got the exact awareness as you do. You've got the exact spiritual connection that you do. You've got the exact knowledge that you do. Everything in this moment is the best that you can be in this exact moment, right? That doesn't mean that if I come and ask you a month from now, you know, you could be 10 pounds thinner, sure. A month from now, you could. A month from now, you could have greater awareness. A month from now, you could have kicked that problem. A month from now, you could be have a lot more money. A, a lot of things could happen a day from now, two days from now, a month from now, a week from now, right? But the more that you can accept that in this moment, this is the best I've got. You know, in this moment, I'm having a lot of awarenesses, and some of them are really uncomfortable. And so how can I, in this moment of having these awarenesses and feeling uncomfortable, make this a little bit better for myself. So maybe not all the way to joy, but maybe just to relief. And, you know, one of the ways you could do that is just acknowledge yourself for taking the time and energy to do that. Right? A lot of people don't. A lot of people numb out to having any kind of awareness. So that's a big deal. That's a big pat on the back. That's something worth celebrating. And just finding those little nuggets within it and just allowing what is to be there's a lot of joy for when we don't push ourselves to be more than, better than, bigger than, further than we are in life. It just takes some of the pressure off, and then all of a sudden you open your eyes and go, wow, this isn't so bad. Like, where I'm actually is kind of cool. Does that help? Yeah. Thank you, Amina. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. I know we all do it, right? Put ourselves in pressure. We should be, should be X, whatever should is, and those shoulds are overwhelming when we load ourselves up on those. So good for you, and I'm glad that you're taking this new class. It sounds interesting. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's intense. I'm, it's good. <laughs> I'm rethinking it at the moment, but yes, interesting is a word for it. That's why I said interesting. <laughs> interesting is a great yeah. word. <laughs> Thanks for sharing, Autumn. Thank you. All right, so we've got a couple of comments in chat. Um, Hannah's talking about doing Joy Challenge last last year with a little baby at home, and some of her biggest joys sometimes were just taking a nap. Um, that was her joy activity for the day, napping when the baby naps. Uh, Karen was talking about not having any guilt, loving the no guilt, and that is a huge thing. If you can get to doing something for yourself without feeling guilty, and if that's all you get out of this challenge, huge win. Um, there's a lot of comments about uh, the small joys and being able to recognize the small joys and letting that count as your joy for the day. It doesn't have to be some big, huge, amazing joy that you had. It could just be that small joy. It could be just those few minutes you sat and listened to the birds singing and stared out of a window, even if it's just two minutes. That's good enough for the challenge. It's just two minutes a day. So taking all the pressure off ourselves to, you know, make this joy challenge anything more than what it is. It is really a very simple practice. And the practice is tuning into that feeling of joy for at least two minutes a day. And some days you might tune into it for a full hour or a full day. And other days you may be lucky that you got your two minutes in. And it might feel more like 
just relief than all the way over to joy. Um, you know, and that's that's just as good, feeling the feelings and having the emotions. So any other shares? Well, I'd like to share this, Yolanda. Yes, Miss Yolanda. Um, I'd like to share that um, I noticed for the last 10 days that, you know, just going through the joy challenge that I find myself, even though I'm doing the two to three minute of uh, meditation or anything off of my joy list, I find myself doing extra because I'm so I'm so much in joy of doing that that I find joy of doing more. And I'm like, I like this this uh feeling so I do more than what I put on my list. <laughs> and um and by doing that I found out that um I was trying not to do what I um my goal was for the month. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm not supposed to be focusing on my goal. <laughs> And so by doing more of my joy on my joy list, well, I had um, a blessing for this weekend of the unexpected, and that was a joy because I stopped focusing on my goal and I got what I wanted. You got part of your goal, goal, right? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. 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 So that was awesome. So, Yolanda, thank you for sharing that, and that is 0% effort, 100% return. That's exactly what it looks like because you're not – you're doing the things that you enjoy doing, and some of that might be working on your goal, but you're not trying to get your goal. There's not that feeling of I need to try to get my goal. You're just doing the things that are bringing you joy, and then all of a sudden you get either get your goal or get a step closer to your goal. And you're like, wow, that was really easy. Normally I have to work so hard. Normally I have to make a 1,000 phone calls to get that result. Yeah. But instead exactly. I was sipping coffee and having fun <laughs> and laughing, and somebody walked up to me and said, hey, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, my gosh, yeah, I can do that. So yeah. that is exactly, yeah, that was the magic. Yeah, okay. So thank you for sharing it. It's great. Yes. <laughs> and you can join the Joy Addicts Club. <laughs> that's what happens yeah. when you try to just do one joy a day and then you get a little addicted and you're like well I'm, I'm on a roll maybe I'll do two okay now I need yes. three yes. <laughs> and that's what I found myself doing <laughs> congratulations my friend thank you all right I'm going to go ahead and move us around uh, along and then we'll, I'll stay on after as well people have more things they want to share after the recording ends. I'm happy to do that. So we have a couple of really fun joy opportunities coming up for this upcoming weekend. And um, one of them is my one of my absolute favorite things to do, and I do it in every single one of the groups I'm part of because I love it so, so much. And it's called Spread the Joy Day. And so on this day, we get to do random acts of kindness for you can do it for people that you know, you can do it for complete strangers, you can do it for people at work. You can choose to do, I'll give you a lot of different ideas over here, and I know on Facebook, um, people are so creative on, on Spread the Joy Day, so I know people on Facebook will share what they do too, and you can get some ideas over there. So as um, those of you who are living in the United States know, this upcoming weekend is tax weekend that concludes April 15th. 
So when I originally came up with the joy challenge, I was like, oh, we've got April 15th. And generally speaking, it's not what's considered a joyous day in the United States. So I was like, we just need to give that day a new label. So I put the label on there as Spread the Joy Day, which is basically a day where you do random acts of kindness for other people. And the reason that we're doing this is because of my number one manifesting tip on how to get anything you want. So I learned a long time ago from actually from a car ride with my sister. I was uh, in the car with her and we pulled up at a stoplight in the Washington, D.C. area. We were in Roslyn, for those of you who are from that area. And my sister rolled down a window and there was a man asking for money and she handed him a $20 bill. Now, mind you, this was probably about 20 years ago that she did that. I think even, in, I think even today that would be considered very generous, but you can only imagine almost 20 years ago, I was like, what? That's a lot of money. Not like a dollar bill she handed him. She handed him $20. And so I said to her, I was like, why did you do that? Like, I mean, I was happy she did I thought that was cool, but I was also just at the time, to me, felt like so over the top generous. And I was like, why did you do that? And she was like, well, I just figure, you know, if it's going to help him, you know, if there's some little thing I can do to help him, it's going to make me feel better. And so for her, it was like, I'm like totally like in awe of this action. And she's kind of like, yeah, whatever, you know, like have the money. And so I started to think about that and reflect on that and led to that one moment led to, over a course of time, a really big conclusion for me. And I realized that my sister always had more than enough money. She, at the time, was in her 30s, had a great job for a big law firm, was making more than enough money, you know, had a lot of things paid, cell phones paid for, all kinds of stuff, you know, paid for her and stuff and kind of more money than she knew what to do with. And I was like, you know, she always, no matter what happens, wherever she's been, she always has more than enough money. And I realized, well, one of the reasons that she has that is she's always giving money. It's not a big deal for her. If somebody asks to borrow money, she's always like, sure, here, take it. You know, if somebody, if we stop at a stoplight and someone's asking for money, she will roll down her window and give them money. She's very giving her money. And I start to realize at the same time that one of the things that I had a lot of in my life were friends. I always had a ton of friends, and I realized that everywhere I go and every, you know, situation I'm in, I meet new people, and the first thing I do is befriend them and bring them into my group, and, hey, a whole bunch of us are going out to dinner next week. Why don't you join us, you know, if you're new to town or, you know, whatever. I was just very easy. I gave friendship very easily, and in return, I had a lot of friendship. And I started to kind of observe, and I noticed that the people who gave the most of any one thing also had the most of that very thing. And I started to see that there was a little magical trick about this, which is the more you give of the thing that you really want, the more you get it. And I noticed that the people who didn't have whatever they didn't have in their life, it was the thing that they kind of hoarded. So, for example, if, you know, money is always a stressor, whenever somebody says, hey, can I borrow some money or, or you know, there's a frivolous reason to, to spend money. You know, it's not a, a logical, good, smart investment. It's more of a frivolous investment. People who don't have a lot of money go, oh, no, I'm not are you kidding. I would never spend my money on something like that, right? And same thing with friendship. People who are like, well, I'm only going to have a handful of friends. And, you know, I'm, I, I, I don't, I don't talk to just everybody. I, 
And I started to notice that people who didn't have or, you know, complained about the thing they didn't have, they also weren't giving a lot of that thing out to other people. So I started to say, okay, well, one of the ways that you can get the thing that you want is to give it to other people. And so, of course, you all know me. I started practicing this. And I was like, okay, well, at the time, what I really, really wanted was to fall in love. So I was like, I guess that means I have to go fall in love with a whole bunch of people so that somebody will fall in love with me. And that didn't quite sound right. But what I started to do was notice all the love that was already existent in my life. And it could be how much my nephews and nieces loved me. It could be how much my parents loved each other. It could be how much I loved my best friend. It was just anywhere that I saw that deep connection, a deep bond, and a lot of love, I just started noticing it and appreciating it and encouraging it. And then I started writing love notes to everybody in my life and writing about how much I loved them and how much I appreciated their love for me and how much their love meant to me. And so in that way, I was, quote, unquote, giving love. I was actively giving love. Now, I was already loving these people. It wasn't like I was not loving them before and then I started loving them. But I just tuned my focus and my attention to really focusing on how much love was around me and giving that love to other people. Then I started noticing people like out at restaurants on dates. And instead of my normal like, oh, God, they're so lucky. I don't know how they found each other. Then what a cute couple. I hope one day I get that. I started to be like, oh, my gosh, they look like they're having so much fun. What a cute couple. I'm so happy for them. And just like cheering them on on their date. Okay, not out loud at a restaurant, but like in my head. I hope this works out for you. I hope that he proposes. I hope that you fall head over heels in love with him. And I started sending all these good love vibes out to people. And then, as um, many of you know my story, and met my husband. And I actually had written a blog post um, exactly, I think it's exactly 10 days. It's, it's a little bit more than a week. I don't know if it's nine or 10 days before meeting Mike. I had written a blog post about uh, coming to the conclusion that I was just going to love myself. And I fell madly in love with myself, and nine days later, I met Mike. So this whole process of giving the thing that you want the most, and that whole, by the way, the, I'll, I'll post it on Facebook so you all can read it, but it came, uh, I met him shortly after Valentine's Day. On that Valentine's Day, I bought, took myself, made myself actually a really nice dinner, but like went out and bought like really nice food and prepared it for myself, and I sent myself roses, and I did all the things I've ever wanted somebody else to do for me for Valentine's Day. And within nine days, I had met um, the person who's now my husband. So I know that this works. It's worked in my life. I have used this on numerous coaching clients who want a job, and they're looking for a job. And I was like, everywhere that you see somebody who's working, bless them, wish them well, help them with their resume, go to resume writing workshops and say, you know, I've, I've been working on my resume for months. Can, I can give you some tips based on what I've learned and give the thing that you want the most. If it's money that you're trying to bring in, um, one of my favorite things to do is leave quarters on the little gumball machines outside of the grocery store and stuff because help people find unexpected money where they would least likely find it because that's what you want the universe to deliver to you is money out of the blue. So help other people get money out of the blue. Leave it in these little places. We had someone who did Joy Challenge uh, last year and he wrote these um, beautiful notes of 
just support and love and put, you know, I don't know, $5 bills in them, $1 bills, I can't remember, um, but, you know, some monetary amount in them and rolled them up and taped them under park benches in a park where he knew had a number of homeless people who slept there. And so they would not only find the money under the park bench, but also an encouraging note from him. So there's all kinds of, and he, by the way, got his dream job shortly after Joy Challenge and is working there now. So there's lots of different ways to do this. And if you have any questions on how you can give the thing that you want the most, the important thing to realize is the thing that you want, your goal, whatever your goal is, think of the feeling you would have if you got this. So would you feel loved? Would you feel supported? Would you feel important? Would you feel relief? Would you feel freedom? A lot of times people, the reason they want money is because they feel like it would give them a sense of freedom. So identify the feeling under the thing that you want, under your goal. And once you identify the, the feeling, what you want to do on Spread the Joy Day, and this is the bonus part. On Spread the Joy Day, you're just doing random acts of kindness. You can do anything, and we'll talk about that in a moment. But a bonus is to give the thing that you most want. So if it's freedom, think of how can you help somebody else experience a little bit of freedom. Now, maybe you're trying to have a money goal, and so, you know, you could way to help somebody else like, you know, experience freedom is to pay for something for them. But that's really tough if you're trying to bring in money. It's like, well, if, you know, yeah, I'd love to be able to do that, but I'm financially not in a position to do that. But could you maybe watch their kids for them so they don't have to pay a babysitter? Or could you maybe help them with something around the house that they would normally have to pay for so that they can get a little bit of that feeling of freedom without you necessarily spending money? So there's a number of ways to give people a feeling of freedom that don't have to do with you spending money, even though your goal is to bring in money. So think about that. You know, if you're trying to uh, grow your business, really what you're looking for is support. You're looking for people who can who support you and believe in you. So can you go and support somebody else and believe in somebody else? Can you show up and be of service to somebody else? Because that's what you're asking the universe to deliver for you. It's somebody who just shows up and says, hey, I think what you're doing is really cool, and I want to support it, and I want to be part of your team, or I want to be part of your business. Um, if what you're looking for is help, you know, what are you going to get when you have help? Is it peace? Is it relief? Is it excitement? Is it joy? You know, what is it that you want when you, when you uh, achieve help? And then how can you give it to somebody else? You know, and maybe one of the ways that you're saying is, I just want to be out of pain. I don't want to feel pain. Well, there's a lot of people who are feeling pain because they're just lonely. So you could write cards, write notes to people. They might be feeling pain because they can't afford something. You might be able, and you might be in a more financially stable position, so you could give them money. So think about what that feeling is that's under your goal, and how can you provide that feeling to somebody else? And there is, you know, from a spiritual um perspective, as you give, so shall you receive. One of my favorite, favorite quotes from the Bible and from pretty much any spiritual path is, you know, as we give to other people, the universe gives back to us. And what I like to say is everything I give comes back to me tenfold. So I want to go out there with an open heart and give because I know that I'm going to be rewarded at least ten times over for my effort. So giving from this place of being supportive to another person. 
So there are, um, I'm going to take some questions on that, but here are a couple of ideas. Actually, let me take questions and I'll give you guys some ideas for Spread the Joy Day. Are there any questions or thoughts on that? All right, if you need help figuring out what the feeling is and how to give it, please email me because I love doing that. So I'd be more than happy to support you in doing that. Okay, so... Um, yeah, I would like to know that. Yeah, email, e- email me and I'd be happy to um, to give you some thoughts on that. Okay. One second. All right, so let's talk about Red the Joy Day. So... Spread the Joy Day is a day of just random acts of kindness. And um, one of the things you can do, it's going to actually be the full weekend just to give people an opportunity to do this. Normally, I just do it on one day, but since this weekend, the 15th actually falls on the weekend. And I don't I don't know if Texas is already on the 16th or 17th. I keep meaning to look it up, and I didn't check. So we're going to actually play it from the 14th through the 16th. So you could just choose one day during that time, or if you want to, like, up-level it to a whole other level, you can do all three of those days. And it's just doing any kind of random acts of kindness for folks. So here's a couple of examples. Um, People have paid for the person behind them uh, coffee, paid for the person behind them toll, if you live someplace that has a toll road. Um, people (laughs) People have randomly just thrown money out of like a car window or along a sidewalk so that cause you know how fun it is when you just like randomly find a dollar bill like while you're walking down the sidewalk so people have done that one of my favorite things is to leave um, money at gumball machines that's stuff that people have done people have written notes for family members or friends uh, sent some random text to people just to let them know how much they mean to them or something that they admire about them. So it doesn't have to be something that you spend money. Um, people have hidden notes for coworkers uh, around the office just to tell them what a great job that they're doing and, you know, signed it as like, you know, like different silly secret names or something, you know, your secret coworker admirer or something like that. But just little things that are going to bring joy to people. Um, I always recommend that you do something for the people who are closest in your life because some, for some of us it's easier to do random acts of kindness for strangers. And then for the people who support us the most, uh, you know, the people, usually the ones who live with us, we're like, oh, no, I'm not going to do anything for this. I see them all the time. Yeah. So maybe work a little bit of, of something special in for the people who are in your life on Spread the Joy Day. And then I know a number of you have done Spread the Joy activities, so I'll put a post up on Facebook, and I'd love to hear you all share some of the things you're doing because that always inspires other people on the things that they can do. You can help a neighbor. You can help with some gardening work for someone or just help give advice to someone. Or honestly, just being present for people, asking people, if all you did was on one of those days actually ask, somebody how they're doing and stopped and made eye contact and listened to the answer, that would be a huge way to spread the joy. So there's just being present for people is a huge, huge gift, especially in today's day. If you're not asking, you know, I just got back from the post office and you're not talking to the postal employee while at the same time texting a friend, and you're just really present there for a moment, 
the impact that that has on people is huge. So this doesn't have to be a huge time thing. It doesn't have to be a huge money thing. You know, this is that's not the point of this. The point of this is just to give from your heart to another person and spread this joy that we've created in Joy Challenge to as many people as we can. So that is the 14th, 15th, and 16th, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, this upcoming weekend, Spread the Joy Weekend. Um, and you will be getting an email about that with more instructions as well in the next few days. So that's one of your joy activities for this weekend. The other one is I was loving all the posts about people who got to pull out some jewelry or pull out outfits that they haven't worn or burn candles that they haven't worn. So I say let's keep that joy activity going on for the next two weekends as well. So this upcoming weekend, again, uh, pull out something that the, the wedding jewelry, Catherine, another opportunity to wear that even if it's just to the grocery store. Or if you have a pair of shoes, I was talking to one of my best friends and she was telling me that she saw a dress uh, for sale and she bought it just because she wanted to wear these, these shoes. And she's like, well, it's Joy Challenge and I'm dying to wear these shoes. So she's been waiting until she found something to wear them with. So gave her an, uh, a new joy buying this dress and also wearing the shoes. So whatever your version of that is, using the china, burning the candle that you don't always burn, eating the good chocolate that you're saving for a special occasion, you have an opportunity to do that this weekend. And then finally, Joy Hangouts this weekend. So we have a lot of folks in the same geographical area getting together. So I know a lot of you have posted, I'm in this area and let's meet up and let's get together. So another opportunity this weekend to hang out with some of your fellow Joy Challengers. Um, And if you need help, if you're not sure if there's any Joy Challengers in your area, email me, and I'm happy to let you know who else is playing from your area so you guys can plan a potential meetup. So those are the three joy opportunities for this upcoming weekend and continue your new joys this week or potentially just some more old joys this week. So any questions on that before my special announcement? Now that I said special announcement, everyone's like, nope, we don't have any questions. What's the special announcement? We want to hear what that is. All right, so many of you um, know that Rebecca Kokenzerfer is in our joy group, and she, what I, one of my new joys last year was uh, discovering her joy journal. If you all have not seen this thing, it is amazing. It is a 12-week daily journal Each one of the 12 weeks has its own joy theme, and each one of the themes, then she gives you some different questions to journal about during the week with this theme. And I absolutely, absolutely love this thing. And last year, I tried to figure out, Rebecca and I worked together, and I tried to figure out how to get those for the folks who are participating in Joy Challenge, and we just couldn't get the timing to work out where I could get the journal in time and send it to you all. So this year, I was talking to her, and we were able to do that. So I just mentioned that I just got back from the post office because I just went out and mailed a whole bunch of joy journals out to each of you. For those of you who are participating and you sent in your goal and you've been sharing on Facebook, and most importantly, you gave me your address when you signed up for Joy Challenge, you've got a joy journal coming your way. If you realize that you may not have given me your address when you signed up for Joy Challenge, you can email me or at the bottom of every one of the emails I send up, send out, there is 
um, something that says, I think it says like update your information. It is under the unsubscribe button, so don't click unsubscribe. But under there, it's like update profile or something like that. And you can go in there and uh, include in your address so that you can get a joy journal. And if you're not sure if I sent you one or not, if I had your address or not, you can just email me and I'd be happy to look it up and let you all know. So that is a fun joy that should be coming, like I said, they got mailed out today and they should be coming out your way. And for all of my fun international friends, I actually have a PDF version of the joy journal that I will be emailing you um, either later today or tomorrow so that you all have access to the Joy Journal, too. And a special thanks to Rebecca. She is the author of the Joy Journal, and I know for when you all see it, you're going to get to see how absolutely amazing it is. Um, but a special thanks to her for uh, providing it to us as, kind of as a gift. She provided it at cost so that I could get it out to all of you. And just you can show her some love here on Facebook. I'll post about it on Facebook, too, and you can show her some love on Facebook. So be looking in your mailbox for some joy love for me. And I sent it uh, via media mail, so I wasn't able to put a note in it. But you'll you'll see the return address, and you'll see that's the Joy Journal. You'll know that it's coming from the Joy Challenge. So something a new joy to look forward to for those of you who haven't experienced it, and for those of you who have experienced the Joy Journal, um, you know how much fun it is, and we'll do it again this year, so you can. Joy Journal again. I think it's something that everyone should do once a year is to go through these activities on the Joy Journal. So that is it for what I wanted to cover on this call. Any questions, comments, thoughts before I, I close up? And I'll end the recording and then if anybody wants to talk one-on-one, -on -one, I, can, I can stay on for that. I'm just excited about the Joy Journal. <laughs> I think you're going to love it. <laughs> I've been thinking that I want to do that again, too. So thank you, Amina and Rebecca. You're welcome, Miss Karen. Yeah, I'm looking forward to doing it again this year, too. It sounds wonderful. It's a beautiful. I mean, honestly, wait till you guys see this thing. There's some fun themes she has in there. All right, y'all. I'm going to call it a call. So thank you all for those of you who joined live and for those of you listening to the recording. And I will see you all on Facebook. And you'll be getting some emails about Spread the Joy Day and all kinds of goodies coming in the mail as well. So thank you all for joining. And I'm going to end the recording. And if anybody wants to stay on, you're welcome to. And if you are done, you're welcome to do that too. So bye, everyone, and have an enjoyable rest of your day. Bye. Thank you. Bye.